This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Al and Jerry are here with more sports news and other stories that they couldn't get to during the morning show. Here we go! It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, from a frigid studio on Hudson Street, we do the podcast. Very cold in here today, Al. Very uh, chilly. I like it in the uh, other room where uh, Eddie and I have uh, come to an agreement on 69 degrees. Aha. Uh, he would like it 67 degrees. I would like it 72 degrees. We've settled on 69 degrees. Got it. Uh, a little chilly still for me, but yes. uh, this room that you're broadcasting 55. is freezing. Yes, which is why I made it through half the show without the jacket, but I had to put the jacket on. A boomer comes in here in the morning, and as soon as he walks in the studio, I see him heading towards the thermometer and just drops it. Just drops it until it, uh, your nipples are hard. Like literally. Literally puts the the thermostat to sixty. I believe. Yeah. So yeah. that's what we deal with. Yes. So be it. Uh, Jerry, I uh, when I leave here today, I have to go get a hernia check. Now, this is not. I don't know if you've ever been. That's with, not the finger in the butt. That's prostate. Uh, no, and that's next Monday. I go for that. <clears throat> but today, will you be thinking about that all weekend? I'm thinking of this is what I've been thinking of since I made the appointments. <clears throat> Number one, uh, the finger in the butt, which is coming up next Monday. Then Monday coming up. The fourth. Uh, the fourth, yes. I go for my go cardiogram on Monday. Oh, I'd rather get a cardiogram. <laughs> I'm sure you would. Today I'm going for my hernia check, but this isn't a hernia check that you get when you go get your regular physical, where they just say uh, you turn your head and cough and they hold your balls or whatever the hell they do. This is when you're suspected of really having a hernia, As like you I are. do. The force at which the uh, physician pushes up on the hernia area, it will take you off your feet almost. Like, really? that's how they test to see if you need a hernia. Now, where will he push up from? Your testicles? Like, I think, like, uh, my where my leg meets my pelvis, like that like area chin there. Chin rest? Uh, what's that? Chin rest? <laughs> you never heard no. that. No. I've never heard that. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is that a sexual thing? Well, I mean, it's the area in between. <laughs> Not my butt and my balls. Yes. No, that's the taint area. He's going to push up here. Right there. That's right yeah. by the chin rest. Yeah, it's in the area, Jerry. Yeah. Wow, that sucks. So that I'm not looking forward for to. You, he might throw you through the through the ceiling since you're so light. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be like, I'm really strong. My workouts are working. Al's head's going to be through the sheetrock <laughs> in the ceiling. So I'm not looking forward to that. 
I'm sorry to hear that. You yeah. got a couple of bad situations coming up. A couple of bad situations coming up, Jerry. Not looking forward to that. Uh, then we also... I, I have to call my urologist. Oh. Because I did not realize this. When I was looking at a rundown of my appointments from the year... Yes. I missed one. Oh. And this is my fault, but it's also their fault. Because I went... The last time I went to him was in January. And I guess I had a follow-up three months after the appointment in April. I didn't write it down, never gave it a thought, and so I was, realized it when I was looking at my my yearly appointments. The so it was day. actually scheduled and you ditched it? Yeah, I forgot about it. See, my doctor, they must have texted me 19 times. See, what happened was they had my the house number, which mm. we know was not even plugged in. So they might have called the house number yeah. to where we would have never gotten that. So I have to call them to apologize because the doctor's great, and I'm sure I'll need him again soon. So I gotta, I gotta do that. Just email them that clip of you going, "My mistake, guy. I apologize." Right. I might call them. This one, I think I got text them. Remember, um, uh, you got to get your balls checked tomorrow. Hey, a uh, quick text message. Uh, I'm gonna be jamming my hand in weird crevices tomorrow to check for hernias. Uh, the pod- be a drop. Also, Jerry, the podcast people have reached out. Anytime okay. uh, uh, there's a, a new sponsor. Uh, if it's any, if in any way someone might be uncomfortable doing it, they'll ask, "Do you mind doing a, do you mind doing commercials for this company?" Sure. Let me bring it up here, Jerry. I I did look it up. This is for us or for you? Us for both. Uh, they're saying, "Would you do reads for Al's Boring and uh, uh, the Post Game Podcast?" Okay. Uh, Can I have the uh, name of this? Yes, uh, Jerry. I'm trying to get it. Uh, uh, the company's name is Roman. Ronan? Roman. Like, uh, you know, like. Uh, okay. Why don't you just type in uh, Roman ED, Jerry? Roman ED. That'll get you where you want to go. Oh, is this erectile dysfunction? It is, uh, it is a. It's an app for men with erectile dysfunction where they will connect you with a doctor who will decide on the best treatment for you. And then you, if you need to get pills, they'll work out pills for you. They'll work out your overall health. Well, I'll tell all you this. online, Jerry, so you don't have to go see a doctor. I have no issues with that at all. But okay. if they would like us to advertise it, no, they're not saying you have to go. Hey, listen, I'm having boner problems. They're just saying, like you would say, hey, listen up. If you're someone who hears this, right. So you would be. I was uh, uh, googling this to make sure this was on quote the up and up, Jerry. It looks like it's on the up and up. <laughs> it's not fake pills. It's not boner pills. It's talk to a doctor and then figure out where you right. go from there. I think it's great. So I think we could do that, right? Yeah. Yes, I would have no problem helping people out. All right. Because you're not going to help people out in real time or in real life, right? But online, this is right up your alley. Perfect. So yeah, All that's right. cool. So I'm going to tell them we're we're in for that. Yeah. Why not? Right. We'll help them out. We'll help out. Wonder if they're running any specials for Cyber Monday. They could be. Well, they're not advertising Two yet. For one. They're not advertising yet, Jerry. Don't give them free advertising. Well, you you did. Oh, you brought this up. Oh, I'm the one who mentioned it. Uh, what else is on my list? So we really haven't done anything yet. <laughs> oh, I count those as topics. Oh, okay. <laughs> topics so far: Al's hernia check. Uh, Ronan, Roman. Which, by the way, will be a topic tomorrow on the oh, show. We'll, we'll, like, we'll I like today's show because yes. there was no topic. Uh, today on the actual right, we just kind mornings of over the with place. Boomer show. Yeah, yes, I thought it was good. Uh, there, I said it. Uh, you had tweeted out the topics that we covered, and I said it really uh, felt like a post game podcast. Yes, it did. 
We did a lot of robot talk. We did. We did uh, things, uh, games you played as kids that seemed risky, playing outside versus video games. Yep. What else did we do? We had a Victoria's Secret model Ooh, in Victoria's here. Victoria's Secret model in here. Elsa Hosk. She was very good, she I thought. She was sweet, too. She was uh, had some uh, energy. She could talk on the mic. She was great. You could tell she had done this before. Right. media. I would say this, Jerry, media savvy. Media darling. Media savvy for sure. I a agree. Media darling, if you will. No doubt. Uh, you've been seeing this news about Prince Harry and uh, this Meghan Markle. Yes, she's gorgeous, by the way. I just, I was reading all about her today in the uh, New York Post. They did the way, like I a, would have thought Meghan Markle was walking down the hall here before. There was a, I don't know where she's from. There was a girl that came from the finance area that... Look just like her. Beautiful girl. I went upstairs. She looks like a princess. She looked like, yeah, she looked like this Meghan Markle, who I oh. honestly did not know who she was until I saw her in the paper today. M- me as well. So I was like, let me uh, read this article. It was all about her upbringing. upbringing. And I just thought, you could, you never know what life is going to give you. A lot of times people will say that when it's like bad news. It's true, though. You don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. Like you roll your car over and you're dead, then you know, oh, you never know what life will bring you. It's true. But this woman was a a regular woman. From L.A., right? From L.A. She has a a white father, black mother. So she probably had at that time a little difficulty growing up in that situation sometimes. Uh, She was married to some dude divorced like i'm sure she hit low points there no question now she's marrying a prince and gonna be worth billions of dollars she went on a blind date with the prince right crazy isn't it yeah like you you never know like where you are right now how much better it could be or how much worse right but i generally could just change i generally think of the worst things this for once got me thinking Positively. How many times in the last two and a half months I have said to my wife or to friends who have asked about the Craig situation that I have said, I can't get over the morning of September 6th, how driving in so innocently you and I were just discussing trying to do some other things with the show. Right. We didn't realize that I was going to be hosting that day. And that the show was over, as we well knew it. Right. You don't know. You really have no idea what, in five minutes, what's going to happen. Exactly. So, it's crazy. And I was just thinking, like, her ex-husband, he must be like... She married a what? My ex-wife married a, is marrying the prince? So, he's one degree away from the prince of wherever. That's crazy. Now, I don't think she could become queen, because... She's marrying into the family. I don't know how that works. I, I was discussing this with Eddie off the Nor air. Or do I care, to be quite honest? I cared. Every girl's dream is to be a princess. That's true. This woman's going to be the princess. Great. Good for her. That is good for her. Yeah, wonderful. Pretty cool. I got nothing else with that. Oh, okay. I just I really was focused on the husband the the ex-husband. The ex-husband. <laughs> now does he get some sort of payment? Oh, Do they have kids? I don't know. No, they had no children. No children. So I guess when you get divorced and you don't have children, it's a pretty much a clean break and I don't you know. share the debts, correct? Uh I'm not sure how that works. Like I don't know if, the, one, if one person is doing financially better than the so other. That would be interesting. So if you and your Let's just say, because you, you're single, let's say you and your girlfriend got married, and let's just say she had no kids, and let's just say her name was Martha, whatever. She you sounds and, beautiful. You and Martha get married. 
She makes fifty thousand a year. You make forty-eight thousand dollars a year. Whatever. It's very equal. And I guess anything in your name is yours, and anything in her name is hers. So that if if the that divorce seems like happened, a, a clean break. Now my question would be: If you were making one hundred and fifty thousand dollars and she was making thirty-two thousand, then what? Yeah, I think I owe her some cash. Why? I don't know. And for what? Because maybe Martha put her career on hold to focus on my career as a architect. But why? If you didn't have kids, what is she putting on hold? I don't understand. That's, see, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. very weird, right? Very, very cloudy. Weird. So, boy, divorce sucks. And Joe Benning had a great cloudy. idea once. And I know my wife would flip out if she heard me say this. Good but thinks she doesn't listen to this. She doesn't. Um, he, he believes marriage should be like sports contracts. When you get married, mm-hmm. you sign up for 10 years. 10-year contract. 10-year contracts. And you have an opt-in or opt-out. And if you break your contract, whoever breaks the contract owes the other person. There's a lot of stipulations you could do, but if you think about it, and it's not to be cold-hearted, think about how much grief would be spared and attorney fees. And no, the attorneys wouldn't like it, although you'd still have to have attorneys to go through all the legal stuff. But think about it. You're in a bad marriage. You're five years in. At least you know there, and you can see an end game. And the right. end game isn't, oh, by the way, one of you dying or having a messy, messy divorce. The end game is, all right, you know, we got to look at each other for four more years and we'll be done. And if things are going super well in year seven, you might go, well, I'm ready to sign an extension now. Right. Five-year extension. Exactly right. It's kind of, it's it's interesting. Yeah. If you think about it. So that or, was Joe's idea. I know his wife got really upset with him when he said it. <laughs> or I'd like a trade. I'm trying to move... I don't know that trades would work unless maybe you were in Utah and you have more than one wife. Right. I don't know if a trade would be good. I do though. like that analogy, though. It's not bad. Yeah, not so bad. If you get married at 25, you could, in theory, get married like six times, mm-hmm. six 10-year contracts. Right. Not bad. You could be one of those players like uh, in football, like a Dave Craig, who just played on so many different teams. There you go. You'd be the Dave Craig of marrying. Yes. Yes. Yeah. What else do I have here? I don't Jay? know. A woman, 26 years old, chops off her sleeping boyfriend's penis with garden shears. Yeah, I saw someone tweet this. This makes me sick. Uh, Argentina, this happened, or Argentina. Argent- oh, boy. Argentinian woman. Yes. She's 26. He was 40. She was arrested after covering off his penis with a pair of garden shears while he slept. Now, did I read the story correct? She put it down a garbage disposal? Well, let's see, Jerry. As you know, I don't always read ahead. The man was rushed to the hospital, as you can imagine, lost large amounts of blood, but is in stable condition. She made her way into the man's house in the city of Cordoba before attacking him while he was asleep. She has confessed to her crimes, Jerry. While the exact circumstances are unclear, officers don't believe uh, she was staying at his property, but that she went there to commit the crime. So premeditated the home. penis slaughter. Right. Wow. It was unclear at this point, Jerry, whether medics were able to locate the man's severed genitals. Hmm. They do not know what motivated her to carry out the attack with the gardening shears. Ouch. Do. And I'm worried about just getting checked for hernia. Yeah, exactly. This, this guy, guy lost his penis. This guy got it chopped off. Good Lord. Argentina, Jerry. Yes, Argentina. or as opposed to what you called it, Argentinian. Well, Argentinian is the uh, 
is the woman. Uh, that's her background. She's Argentinian. You've been to Italian lately? Oh. It- <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I've you stop in Colombian? Been to Italy and have seen Italian folks there. Got it. I know you're a big Italian guy now. Yeah. You can go back there this summer, aren't you? Yeah. You are. I think uh, you swore you weren't going to do that. Ever I don't. Again. Uh, I may end up back there. I really? may. Because you can't wait to go, right? <laughs> Not a huge fan of Italy, <laughs> but I think I'm I may end up back fun. there. I may end up back there, Jerry. Okay. Uh, but Jerry, do you know that it is the holiday season? I've heard. Yeah, and it's gift giving time. And here's the thing: uh, no one's interested in going to the mall. I'm interested in online shopping. You heard of Cyber Monday? I have. That was yesterday. But here's the thing. Most places online, you get get deals all the time because they don't have brick-and-mortar stores, Jerry, so they don't have to raise your prices. That's what I'm talking about with movement watches. You've heard of movement watches, Jerry? I have. I've seen their watches uh, on Instagram, social media. That's where I first became aware of them. And, in fact, Jerry, one day I screen-grabbed an Instagram ad for movement watches. Now, when does that happen? Well, when you see something beautiful, like a movement watch. Like the watch I'm going to get my wife for Christmas. Yes, because they have both men and women's watches. They do. Don't neglect the women's watches. No. The Vesper. I'm telling you right now, that's Vesper? my suggestion. If you have a lady in your life, mm-hmm. the Vesper watch for your for your gal. And these watches uh, at the movement website, movement watches, they start at just $95. If you're going to roll on up to the mall and weed through that line of children waiting to tell fake Santa what they want. Those watches in the mall start at like four to 500 bucks. Movement watches, $95. That's which, all, I'm telling you, it's great. Which do you prefer? And it's quality stuff. Yeah, quality stuff. So here's the thing, Jerry. You're going to want to go to mvmt.com slash postgame. You're going to get 15% off with free shipping, and if you have to, free returns. Which, by the way, takes the watch I'm talking about under 100 bucks. Think Is about that, right? that with free shipping. It's tremendous, I'm telling you. Hmm. MVMT.com slash postgame. Yeah. Join the movement, Jerry. That's what I'm doing. Let me see what else I have here, Jerry. <laughs> As you can tell, a lot of thought goes into the topics. Well, I'm just trying to figure out which one I want to do next. Okay. Uh, how about this one? I know you like headlines, so I like headlines. Man gets his eyeball shaved by barber in bid to improve his vision. His eyeball? Yeah. There's a Good barber, Lord. I think this is in China, who uh, has been using a razor blade for more than 40 years to shave people's eyeballs to give them better vision. Now, I do believe this is sort of what what LASIK does, although I don't think it's a barber with a razor doing LASIK. Right. But LASIK has that same theory where they're, like, taking off a layer of your eyeball. Yeah, that sounds like that's painful. This guy, he's 62 years old. He said is to be an expert eyeball shaver. Uses a thin razor blade. It's a five-minute process. Pull back the eyelids, expose the eyeball. The eyeball is then cleansed by shaving and scraping its surface with a razor-sharp blade. Oh, my God. Mm Mm-hmm. An iodine solution is added for sterilization. 
Oh, that My makes me feel goodness. better. Yeah, please. He claims to have never had a slip-up in more than 40 years of shaving eyeballs. Well, I'm struggling with my eyesight lately. Should I go to China and have him shave my well, eyes? I would recommend this guy, Jerry. No way. He only serves customers over the age of 30. Oh, well, I qualify. Uh, this is because younger people did not generally need eye shaving. This according to the People's China Daily Reports. How do you, th- how do you think the first eye shaving went? <laughs> I need a guinea pig. For what, sir? To shave your eyes. I had to be a very desperate man. You think? Very desperate. Good Lord. Yeah. That is brutal. Brutal, Jerry. Uh, I just looked at the clock. Uh, I've got a hernia check in my future, so I have to get going. Enjoy um, the grab of the crotch. All right. And then tomorrow we'll do more of this. I'm thinking a new segment on the show. Mm. What would Al do? What would Al do? Yes. Great Would question. you be good for that? If yes, like you give spon- me a... If I come up with a scenario, okay. I'm not telling you beforehand. It's going to be spontaneous. Yes. And we get your natural reaction. Yes, I would love that. We're going to start doing that tomorrow. Okay. New segment. New segment. I'm, <laughs> I've am i got three weeks left on the show in this role, so new segment for the last three weeks. Listen, Chris Carlin started Moment of the Day. Is that true? Yeah, right before that? he left. And really? we still do that 10 years later. I did not know that. Yeah. I hope he doesn't take it for the afternoons because if we we can't both have it. No, I'm getting the sense that's not going to happen. Because in a way, we once we adopted it, it became our, it's ours. It's ours. Yes, absolutely. Sorry, Chris Carlin. You are going to have to come up with something else. All right, good luck with the crotch. All right, Jerry, warm-up show is next. So. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. All right, ready or not, here we come, and this portion is brought to you by Advanced Auto Parts. Oh, happy Tuesday morning, Aldo. Oh, hi, Jerry. What's up? Uh, I see the uh, one of the Yankee managerial candidates, this Rob Thompson. They go, oh, the Phillies are interested in him for their bench coach. Do you want your Yankee manager to be considered for a bench coach? Well, he's not the Yankee manager. Right. But I'm saying, Jerry, that's like a prestigious prestigious job. Right. Yankee manager. Yes. One of the Most best prestigious jobs in the world. In all of baseball. I don't care whether the Yankees stink or not. Mm-hmm. That's a prestigious job. Casey Stengel had that job. Stump Merrill. Yogi Bira. Right. Joe Torre. Barry. Just keep doing this? No, huh? It's, no, my point is here, there weren't a ton of them. It's right. a prestigious job. You can't be considered for Yankee manager and also be considered for Philly's bench coach. I think he's got it, to make sure he's got a job. It cheapens his allure <laughs> for me. I suppose he needs a job, though. He I may suppose, not, Let's say Jerry. he doesn't get the Yankee managerial yeah. job, right? Why, why would he be on staff of the new person? Yeah, I always that's always funny to me where they'll be like, oh, he couldn't possibly swallow his pride and be the Yankee bench coach. <laughs> yes, you could. Actually. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, you could. That'd be like right now going, um, Al is either up for being Boomer's co-host or producing a Joan weekend Evan. show. Mm, which do I want? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> You're funny. I like how you compare it to you. <laughs> yes. That's how I make everything work for me. Right. Uh, then uh, suspensions were handed down yesterday, and Jerry. And rightly so. Rightly so. Akib Talib and uh, Michael Crabtree. Now, two two I games apiece. I personally would have given Talib an extra game. Give him three. Yes. He started this nonsense. 
Leave the guy's stuff alone. Well, they say Crabtree started uh, punching another fellow. I I there was reason to do that. I just like that immediately they go, these will be appealed. You could have Roger Goodell at the podium, right, on national TV live. Carson Wentz walk up to him, <laughs> punch him square in the face, <laughs> and they'd go, oh, my gosh, Carson Wentz has been suspended. I'm appealing. Right. Oh, we're going to appeal that. What? Appeal what? <laughs> well, the punishment's too harsh. doesn't fit the crime. They appeal everything. Yes. For once, I'd because love to they go. Can, because most times it'll get some sort of reduction. Why? I don't know, but that's what happens. I don't know. That's why, like, occasionally, you know, there's a lot of uh, sexual harassment things happening in Hollywood, Jerry. Yeah. And occasionally uh, a guy will be accused and come right out and go, yeah, my bad. Uh, give me the punishment. I could appreciate that. That's what I want the NFL guys to do. When you know you're guilty, as we have it all on tape, you ripping chains and punching guys and shoving them into uh, guys on sidelines. So if you were games. late for work four times in two weeks. Yes. And Mark decided to suspend you three days without pay. Yes. You'd be, got it, sir. Thanks. Yes. I'd say yes. Correct. You wouldn't appeal it, ask for a meeting, try to explain your tardiness. Perhaps you hit a deer on the way in. Maybe you overslept once because there was a power outage. Exactly. One of those times, yes. The only way I would appeal is if you were late in our carpooling and I could go listen. Or you hit a deer. Once hit a right, deer. But so that's the thing. He's taking it on the fact that you were late three times. You could go in and say, you know, really it was twice because a deer jumped in front of my car and I got a police report to prove it. All right. So maybe instead of getting three days. I see. Maybe you could suspend me two days. Okay. I see what you're saying. So you should fight it. All right. There's always reason for reduction. Al. Right. They do. So what the NFL should do is really go, these guys are suspended the rest of the year. <laughs> Maybe they wanted to make sure they only got a game. And then get them down to what they really want to give them. How about this? You're suspended for life. Yes. You guys banned from the NFL. Right, we'll accept a year. <laughs> right. Then you know what to lessen it to. Maybe that's what it should be. Every suspension starts the full season. And then you got to negotiate your way down to a proper suspension. It'd be like if you had to discipline your children, Jerry, for something, and then the kids go, we'd love to appeal to mom and see what she thinks. Yeah, that happens. Oh, that does happen. <laughs> that does happen in most houses. <laughs> uh, mom has lowered the uh, grounding to from eight hours to six. Pretty much. All right. <laughs> sounds about right. Okay, so the NFL is similar. No video games for three days. Okay. Why are you on video games? Mom said an hour was enough. <laughs> mom appealed it, down to, appealed it down to one hour. Yep. Sounds about right. Uh, Jerry, the Chicago Bears... Returned home to their facility, I guess in Chicago, although it's probably one of those situations. No, where it was in Mount Laurel. <laughs> where it's like some <laughs> suburb of Illinois. Probably. But when they arrived uh, on Monday after their weekend, uh, it stunk, Jerry. Someone's getting fired or no. suspended. Or can he pe- appeal? He can appeal. <laughs> uh, no, the facility stunk of rotten fish. Turns out they disposed of Turns out. <laughs> sushi improperly. Which reminds me, Jerry, this is exactly why, and I get mocked, but I'm going to freeze your garbage. I'm going to suggest this to the Chicago Bears. You cannot take sushi that, yeah, everyone's done with the sushi, but there's some leftovers, but you're not going to save it, so we throw it in. You can't throw sushi or fish into a garbage and then see over the weekend when the garbage isn't coming collecting. Right. Thus, I put my garbage like that, food scraps, in the freezer. Then when I go to the 
throw out my garbage. I go to the freezer. I grab my old sushi, old chicken, that sort of thing. Because frozen food does not smell. How do you decide what is it's a good food question. that you've already eaten mm-hmm. and tossed away into the freezer as opposed to food you'd like to reheat? Great question, Jerry. Uh, my food that I've not eaten yet is in clear freezer. You're some sort of loser. <laughs> in clear freezer bags. The food that already has been consumed that I do not want to throw out like the Chicago Bears and their old sushi, yeah. I will wrap in tinfoil. So all the balls of tinfoil in my freezer, it's do not garbage. eat those if you come over. By the way, don't try and break into Al's apartment. He's going to be throwing aluminum foil rocks at you. <laughs> exactly. They're like aluminum snowballs. <laughs> Can be used as weapons. That's funny. So the bears learned a very valuable lesson there, Jerry. Freeze your garbage. No, freeze your old food. I would see that around here sometimes. Or people would be like eating a disgusting you know, sardine sandwich. Right. And then like walk into Eddie's office and just where he's it. got like this tiny little office garbage and just drop a sardine sandwich. Into uh, who would the, that be? <laughs> into the garbage. And, like, I wonder. Hmm. That's going to sit there overnight. Yeah, all day. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. So you is. would have preferred him to go find aluminum foil yeah. and put <laughs> it in the it. freezer in the commissary Yes, to where, I don't know, it'll be forgotten for years. Yes. Got it. Okay. And then, that um, makes sense. you know, this Greg Schiano thing, Jerry, still uh, resonating in the sports world. Um, a bunch of people have come to his defense, including Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a columnist, though, in the Daily News. Yes, I saw this. Uh, his name is, I wrote it down, Evan Grossman. Wanted to give him credit. He, he said, and I kind of like this idea for all people now. He's suggesting uh, if Greg Schiano uh, in, indeed had no part of the Joe Paterno cover-up right. or the uh, Penn State cover-up, he wants him to take a lie detector test on, stupid. on live television. It's stupid. <laughs> that would solve a lot of problems, no, it wouldn't, though. actually. Because a lot of people would fail it. Oh. You would would, fail for something you didn't do? I think you start overthinking things. Yeah, I think think that's That's not lock-proof. There's there's nothing alighted, please. It's one of the dumbest things I've actually heard. I was uh, How about this? How about you go through the 500 pages worth of testimony and interviews and the hours and look at Louis Free's report and find out, oh, his name's never mentioned. I think that's probably enough. So it's better than... But if we have an agenda, that's fine. Ooh. Go ask for a stupid lie detector. Hey, maybe Mark Cuban can produce it, you moron. Ooh. So stupid. I did see one time in uh, WWF Wrestling, uh, they had hooked a Captain Lou Albano. Oh, Jesus. How does everything come back to you in wrestling? <laughs> well, Lou I just want to... How he beat it. They put Captain Lou Albano on a lie detector, and the way he beat it, Jerry, was when he wanted to answer... When he needed to answer yes... To look like he was telling the truth, he would say the words yes, but shake his head no, tricking his body into not sending those signals. So you're saying you can trick a lie detector test? Well, Lou Albano, Captain Lou Albano. Right, you just gave an example of how you can fake a lie detector. Yeah, that's a great idea. Why don't we do it with a guy's (laughs) real life? Moron. That's fair, Jerry. All right, fair this point. portion is brought to you by Advance Auto Parts. Order your parts online at advanceautoparts.com and pick them up in store in just 30 minutes. Advance Auto Parts, let's get you back on the road, and we'll get you back to Boomer at the top on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M, the superheroes of building products.
All right, welcome back. A couple more minutes to the top. This portion is brought to you by Indeed.com. Last night, a loss for the Knicks to the Blazers. Devils lost as well, and the Ravens won Monday Night Football. More with Boomer in just a moment. This portion brought to you by Indeed.com. Are you hiring? Join the over 3 million businesses that use Indeed.com for hiring. Post your next job opening on the world's number one job site, Indeed.com. Uh, Jerry, did you see uh, Kenny Still or Kenny Stills over there of the Dolphins? Yeah. He said he was uh, chirping in Tom Brady's ear the whole game on How'd that Sunday. Work out? It did not work out. Yeah, well. Of course not. <laughs> he said <laughs> he said he was yelling at him the whole game. Don't poke the bear, man. Do not poke the bear. And he oh. pretty much just said that after the game, Tom Brady just laughed at him. Of course. Hey, I won again. <laughs> yeah. They they haven't won it in Foxborough since two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. Give me a break. You know, another stat I saw today, Jerry, since not since last year did have the Giants scored thirty points. Since Tom Kyred, since Tom, Tom Coughlin. Coughlin's last game. Yes. What's That's he embarrassing. Do? Is he available next year? It's like 27 year? games or something. I heard uh, Bob Hoppe lamenting <laughs> Bob, the fact Bob, that the offense Popper. has been so bad after the you know the game in Thanksgiving. Yeah. And he was just talking about how bad the offense has been and just, you know, how terrible it's it terrible. been. And, uh, terrible. Terrible, terrible. So, yeah. So By the way, he got it. a statue. Who Bob did? Papa? Barkley. Barkley. Oh, at Auburn. He got a statue at Auburn? I think so, yeah. The Mets don't have any statues, that but I think there's a Barkley statue. That had to be a lot of statue-making. Statue I think. Maybe not. Did and they the, do the statue from when he played there or where, where he is now? Like Probably a thin Charles Barkley? Yeah, Probably, Probably the thin. played. And, Jerry, uh, Jason Witten, good news for you as a Cowboy fan. He's not leaving the Cowboys to take the I Tennessee never thought he was. He was going to, but... No, no, he wasn't. No, he refused Why to take... Why did you tell me the website that reported that, Al? He refused to take the lie detector Stop. test. Right. Yeah, that, Nonsense. Hey, let, let me ask you a question. What kind of loser is going to take that Tennessee job anyway? That's a tough job now, to take now. The and the AD might the get way. fired now. now. Now it's a blowback the other way. Who wants to go down there and coach in that environment? 